everyone, it's Courtney Coffee, and you're listening to The Actors' Lounge. Hey guys, and welcome back to an all-new episode of The Actors' Lounge. I'm your host, Melanie Victor, and today we have with us a very special guest. Please welcome to the show, actor, TV producer, and empowerment coach, Courtney Coffey. Hey Courtney, how's it going? It's great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm really happy to have you here. Welcome to The Actors' Lounge. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love listening to the show. <laughs> ah, thank you. That means a lot. I like interviewing people that actually listen to the show. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So you're no stranger to how, you know, how the show goes and flows. So yeah, thanks for being here. Um, so first, I always like to start from the beginning. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your background, how you got started as an actor. Like, where did that journey begin for you? Yeah, it's so funny because it actually started when I was a little girl, when I was in kindergarten. I've always known that, you know, this career was meant for me, that I was going to be an actor. I actually remember specifically, I was watching a commercial on TV and I like watched it so many times. I memorized all the lines and reenacted it for my parents. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, I always knew I was going to be an actor, um, And I did a few commercials, you know, when I was younger in high school and all of that. And then I went to film school to learn all the behind the scenes stuff, all the cinematography, editing, all that stuff. And then right after I moved out to Los Angeles. Where did you go to film school? A school in Virginia. It's called James Madison University. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. So then, so you were just on the path. I mean, from a little girl, you went to school for it and then you moved to LA just to get started. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. So you are also an empowerment coach. Now, um, tell us how you got started in doing the work around like mindset and helping to empower other artists. Yeah, that one's an interesting story because I actually got into that when I started moving out to Los Angeles. And um, for anyone who has moved around and left all of their friends and family and all of that knows it's definitely not an easy thing to do. Um, so I graduated from college. I moved out to Los Angeles and I didn't know anyone. All of my family is on the East Coast. All of my friends are on the East Coast. And I was completely alone. And my first job out there was actually working at Disneyland in food service. Mm. And while I love Disneyland, I am not love that job. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, it kind of felt isolating to me. And to to make things even better, I'm a dancer as well. And I went to dance class to kind of release my creative energy. And the first dance class I went to in California – I tore both my hamstrings. Whoa. Yeah, I could barely walk, and I had to walk to go to work, but I tore both my hamstrings, so I couldn't dance anymore. I didn't have any of my equipment to, like, film anything or anything. I didn't have the the time, really, to um, act and pour into my creativity that way, so I just felt, like, creatively stuck, Mm. and um, I was honestly, like, very depressed, because I also had no friends, and I hated my job and everything, and I just had this cycle, (laughs) yeah, I went through this cycle of just going to work, being around people who also hated their job, Mm. um, going home, crying, doing it all over again every day, every day for eight months. Wow. (laughs) It was the worst, Um, and then... 
Yeah, and then I um, decided, you know, at the end of that eight months, I was like, something has to change. Like, I need to do something different. Mm. So I decided, you know, I'm in Los Angeles. I've always wanted to be here to act, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start acting. So I got into acting class, and that was my way of releasing my creative energy now, and that's when things started to get a little bit better. Mm. But then, again, around... um, to put this timeline in perspective, I, I was working at Disneyland from January of 2018 to August of 2018. And then I moved into uh, Disney Studios in September of 2018. And so it was a completely different different vibe. It was still like a structure, but not the same grind that was at Disneyland. And of course, now I was working in TV. So that's something that I loved to do. Mm-hmm. But I still found myself not having a creative outlet, I still found myself very lonely, very um, unfulfilled, Mm -hmm. I think is the best way to do it. And so I distracted myself from that. And as uh, a lot of people with like my energy type can probably attest to, I distract myself by filling up my schedule and doing everything I possibly can. Mm -hmm. So busy that I can't even think about all of the things that are wrong in my life. And so I did that. Um, But it started to burn me out a lot, and I literally didn't care, so I kept going. But then the pandemic happened this past year, right? And everything stopped. Everything closed down. And then I was forced to look at myself and learn about myself and pay attention to my feelings. And I realized, you know, what was actually going on, how many shadows there actually were, and how many of those shadows were actually blocking everything that I actually wanted to bring into my life. And so I started doing the inner work. I started journaling, meditating, um, doing mindful movement in the mornings, paying attention to myself, really. And I actually hired a coach to help me navigate this. And as soon as I did that, I began to see so many doors open for me. I began to feel myself feel so much lighter, so much happier again, because I've always been a happy person. But those few years when I was just stuck in this cycle, I felt depressed, like I mentioned earlier. So um, I just felt everything get lighter. And that's when, you know, things started moving in my career. Like I booked in 2020, in the middle of a pandemic, two pilots, a feature, two feature films, actually, because I just booked another one. Mm. Um, I got... A modeling agent in New York. I got a theatrical and commercial agent. I got a manager out here in Los Angeles. So everything started picking up for me. And when I realized, you know, that was the work that actually helps me do that, mm-hmm. I realized I'm not alone in that. You know, like everyone goes through something like that. And I want to help others kind of quantum leap into the careers that they deserve and want. So that's why I started doing this. Wow, that's pretty impressive that you were able to pretty much drastically change your your life and your circumstances. I mean, that's a long time to go through, you know, that same like depressing routine every day for eight months. That's a long time and that can definitely take a toll on you. But the fact that you're able to, you know, look within and really start to do the work to turn that around, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, thank you. And and it, it was definitely the worst of eight months at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But from um, 
to September, yeah, September of 2018 to March of 2020, I was still feeling that kind of like lost, depressed state, even though I wasn't at Disneyland anymore. It was just, I had transferred that energy somewhere else and it was still there though. I hadn't dealt with it yet. Um, so I don't want anyone to have to deal with that for that long. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So do you think it was you, like, where did you get the know-how to start like, you know, meditating and um, journaling is just like, you know, over, over the years, I think we've all heard like, you know, do meditation journal. Is that what it was? Or did you start doing like watching YouTube videos or like, where did it, when did it click when you're like, okay, let me try this to see if this works. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, I competed in Miss California USA at the beginning of 2020. And I met my roommate, actually, um, she's a working actress and model and she is very into spirituality and meditating. And she kind of like told me the effects that it had on her life and taught me some of the things and some of the techniques to start doing for myself. And I started doing it. And as soon as I did, I began to see the effects in my own life. So I kept doing it and discovering different ways to make it more of a fit for me. So, um, that definitely was the catalyst for it. Got you. How long would you say it took you to start to see that change from when you started, you know, putting the putting these things into practice? Yeah, you know, internally, it was almost immediate. I began to just feel better. Mm -hmm. But externally, seeing things change in my life, it was probably like about three or four months. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, consistently making those changes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I think it's really worth spending time on that because I feel like a lot of people are probably in a position or stage of just feeling lost or feeling discouraged or, you know, feeling unhappy with their current job or different things in their lifestyle. So just to know, you know, because we hear stories like, oh, I started doing this and things just changed. But to hear like your backstory, it, it is really helpful to realize like, OK, there is a light at the end of the tunnel, like you really just have to put the consistent work in and you can see the change happen. For sure. Yeah. And something that I see with a lot of actors, you know, because I am an actor, mm -hmm. uh, as you know, some of my peers is that a lot of actors get in their heads and want to people please yeah. or effort to take their career into our own hands because we're always told, like, make your own content. Don't wait for other people, which is true. But some people try to get unstuck and do that by kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks and making it a game of probability instead of working with their energy type and um, actually doing something that will help their career. They're just trying to feel like they're moving the needle. Mm -hmm. But this can lead to burnout. It can lead to uh, feeling like, you know, you're not passionate about the art form anymore. And it's also just like not the best way to get to where you want to go because you're just kind of like, it's a guessing game at that point. So there's a smarter way to work for sure. That's such a good point. Like, cause we do hear that all the time, create your own content, do this, you know? And it's like, that's, that is great, but you do have to be intentional about the things that you're doing, you know, because otherwise <laughs> you are just like being busy to be busy and that's not productive. Right. And, you know, a lot of times, um, and this goes into a little bit of my methods for working with people, mm -hmm. but a lot of times we're told to just like do it, mm -hmm. 
just do it. Um, when in reality, I work with a, a system called human design, mm-hmm. and at least part of my my curriculum. And the only people who really benefit from that ideology of just doing it are called manifestors. That's an energy type. And that's only about 27% of the world's population. So the rest of us are trying to do something that seems to work for some people, but it's just not working for us. And we're wondering why. Mm. It's that's not the way our energy works. Mm, that's interesting. So what is a ma- um, the manifest pers- or type, energy type? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, okay. So um, I'll give you a quick overview of human design really fast okay. so human design is a system that provides kind of like a practical tool for self-discovery and decision making and it combines astrology eastern and western astrology um the chakra system the kabbalah the chinese i ching and quantum mechanics to help you understand more about your energy and your personality and how you make decisions best and so there are five energy types and they all work differently um, so there's the manifestors, like I said, they're, um, the ones that kind of just like speak things into existence. They're the ones that just like, they have an idea and they do it immediately. They're kind of like the CEOs of the world is what I would say. And then we go on to manifesting generators, uh, which is a combination of manifestor and generator, which is another energy type. And they kind of work in the same way that manifestors work, where they have an idea and they do it, but also they need to work a little bit like a generator, mm-hmm. which is they need to wait a little bit and kind of listen to their gut to make sure it's right for them, or else they'll just be impulsive and throw spaghetti at the wall, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, generators are kind of the life force of the world. So manifestors and generators get their energy from their sacral, which is like the life force of the body. And so they have this unending source of energy that they can pull from, which means they can keep going and going and going and building and building and building as long as it's something that they're passionate about. And so it's really, really important for manifesting generators and generators both to make sure that they're doing something aligned with them or else they're really they're really susceptible to burnout. Um, but they are like the people who you can just like tell something to and they will get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, they will just go until it's done. And then there's projectors. Um, I like to think of projectors as like managers. They're mm-hmm. leaders in a way. Um, and I like to call them seers too. And they can look at something especially if something's wrong and they can see what needs to be fixed very easily. Mm-hmm. So they make great managers. Um, they make great um, leaders, peers, all of that stuff. And then there's reflectors, who's the last one, and they're the most rare of the energy types. Mm-hmm. But reflectors are kind of mirrors for the world. All of their energy centers are open, which means they um, take in everyone else's energy and kind of reflect mm-hmm. it back to everyone. So they're very... Um, they're like shapeshifters almost, I guess. They they change themselves depending on what environment they're in and who they're around completely. And they kind of show the world what's wrong with it and what is working. So they help make major change in the world. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah, all of them are very important. And I, I just want to say before, <laughs> while anyone's listening to this, manifestors, 
are not the only ones that can manifest things into their life. All of the energy types can manifest things into their life. None of this stuff has to do with manifestation. I know that's always confusion with that, but um, yeah, everyone can manifest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just because you may not identify with that energy type doesn't mean you're not a manifester. Right. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's inter- interesting. I've never, I've never heard that breakdown before. Yeah, it's really, really interesting, and it's very specific because mm-hmm. um, if you get your chart and you have someone read it, um, I also read human design chart, but if you have someone read it, then you can kind of, like, get a breakdown of not only your birthday and, like, how that impacts your life, but your design date, quote-unquote design date, which is three months before your birth, and it tells you, like, the planets that were um, – in your chart that were influencing the way that your unconscious personality and all of that stuff um, was going to be designed when you're born. Um, so both of those dates are very important, but it's a really neat system. Yeah. Really. Sounds interesting. Yeah. It's all, this is all new um, theories for me. Like I've, I've never heard of like the human design or just, I know about like energy just from like because I feel like I'm an energy sensitive person but like the Mm -hmm. technical aspect of it yeah this is all new for me yeah it's really great it it shows you how your energy works best and helps you navigate that a little bit better so it gives you kind of a roadmap and I really because it's specific right I use it because you know everyone's different everyone's unique I call it your unique energetic fingerprint um but everyone has one everyone's unique so understanding you know, what makes you unique and building kind of something around that to help you reshape your mindset and change your life that only works for you because you're not like anyone else really, really helps people. So Um, based on like, if someone's, you know, looking to work with you, you'll do like a human design chart or reading for them. And then based on their energy type, that's how you'll help them or work with them. Yeah, that's part of it. So I have something that's called a 3E formula, and it's established, energetics, and empower, and that's like my whole system. But it includes human design and something called rationally motive behavioral therapy, which is another way to shift your mindset. And I use both of those things as well as, you know, um, music, dance therapy, and some other things to help you create kind of an action-oriented approach to managing cognitive, emotional, and behavioral disturbances and shifting your mindset to fix it to the way that will benefit you most in the long run. Um, but the energetics is a really, really important part of that, and the intuitiveness of it is really important because, like I said, everyone is different, and everyone works differently, and so one system is not going to work the same for everybody, and I always like to use the example of affirmations, and I love affirmations. I'm a huge advocate for affirmations, um, but not everyone will benefit from affirmations the same way. You know, some people can say them in the mirror and yell them and scream them out loud every day and it'll work. You know, some people do better singing them. Mm. Some people do better dancing to like music, maybe with affirmations or just moving their bodies however they want to. Um, So yeah, you know, all of these ways that you're going to use affirmations, they're going to benefit you. But some of these ways are going to work better for you than others. Got you. Got you. That makes total sense. Now, 
you had mentioned a little bit earlier um, imposter syndrome. And, you know, one of the things you do in your coaching is helping actors go from craze to confident and overcoming imposter syndrome and people pleasing. Can we talk yeah. a little bit more about imposter syndrome? Because that I feel is a big thing for actors. Where do you think that comes from? Imposter syndrome, yeah, it is a huge thing for actors, and I've mm. definitely gone through it. I think that comes from, there's always been this kind of stigma around the arts in our society that that it's a very difficult career to get into, and that it's not realistic. And I think it comes from actors being impasse and being hyper aware of themselves, because a lot of artists are that way because we can share our gifts with the world, right? Mm. Um, but because we're hyper aware of ourselves and very introspective, we tend to we tend to pay attention to our flaws a little bit more than other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in a way that we we are so self aware <laughs> that we know a lot. We know so much that we think we don't know anything. And the more that you learn, the more you realize that you don't know. And a lot of people hold on to the part that you think you don't know anything. It's kind of like the same reason that narcissists go so far in the world. And there's a ton of billionaire, millionaire narcissists because they think they can do anything. Right. They think they know everything. Um, But, yeah, for actors who are very introspective, who are very self-reflective, we just have this tendency to not think that we know enough mm. because we're aware that we don't know some things. Yeah. Um, that's not necessarily true, you know? Like, I always say inspired action and, and going for things is better than trying to hoard information because you're never going to think that you know enough, especially if your imposter syndrome of not thinking that you know enough now is there, you know? Right, right. So what do you think are some things that we can do to kind of like shift and overcome um, imposter syndrome? Yeah. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, I think, however, you want to use affirmations for you, whether that's a vision board, Mm -hmm. saying them in the mirror, writing them down, whatever works for you is huge for that. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest part of that is becoming aware of it so that you can begin to shift it. So become aware of when you're thinking these thoughts of I'm not good enough. I don't belong here. This will never happen for me and begin to change them slowly. Mm. Something that you can actually believe at the moment. So if the belief is I'm not good enough, maybe instead of saying I am good enough, say I'm getting better every day. Mm, That's good. You know, So those micro affirmations will definitely help you because something that a lot of people run into is they say affirmations, but they don't actually believe them. And the only way that your subconscious is going to adopt them is that if you believe them, Um, the saying things that you can actually believe and then eventually it will get to I am good enough will help you a lot. And um, becoming aware of that stuff through meditation, journaling, all that stuff will be really helpful. That is helpful. I like that shift just in the change of words. Like I'm getting better every day because it's Mm -hmm. like, like you said, that is it's small steps versus concrete of like, oh, I am this. And sometimes it takes us a little while to like catch up to the belief. So saying something like that, I think is 
it could be more helpful for someone who may struggle with, you know, believing these things that they're saying to themselves. Right, right. And a lot of times, especially because we live in the society where things happen very quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know about you, but I can be very impatient when it comes to my career. Oh, yes, me too. <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have this mindset that we're like, oh, if I don't believe it now, like, I'm never going to believe it, or I need to, like, immediately do this right now. But no, this progress, especially um, thoughts that you've been thinking since you were a child, you know, it takes Mm -hmm. time to reshape and change into something that will actually help you. And so when people talk about, you know, shifting their mindset, up-leveling, quantum leaping, Mm -hmm. people don't realize that you have to kind of let go of a version of you that didn't believe those things and that didn't do those things. And so you basically have to become a new version of yourself to adopt this mindset. And shifting into a new version of yourself takes some time. Mm. And you have to be willing to work on that every single day. Wow, that's good. That's really profound because we hold on so much. I mean, we do it just because, you know, we're familiar with it. But also, like you said, like, this is who we are from kids. These are the thought processes that we've had you know, from young kids. So it's like, it becomes habitual. So to be able to like, let go of that old version of yourself and creating a new version. Wow. That's, that's really profound. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true too. And I like to say, you know, every day, I have to mourn a part of myself that's no longer there. Mm -hmm. Because that's just something that I've decided, I've decided for myself, I'm going to become better every day. And in order to do that, I have to let go of a part of myself and a version of myself that wouldn't have done the things that I want to do in the future. Wow, that's, um, that's really good. That's really good. What what now, you know, actors who want to work with you, um, what are some of the programs that you offer and what can they expect when working with you? Sure. So right now I am actually in the middle of launching a second round of a program. It's called the Empower Artist Blueprint, and it's an eight-week blueprint course with me. And it's one-on-one, a little bit of group coaching as well, but mostly one-on-one. And so we go into that. We kind of, um, you know, discover your human design chart, figure out everything that's there, assess the blocks that you have, whether that's, you know, confidence blocks, which can look like, you know, forgetting lines in the audition room, to not reaching out to agents and managers, to feeling like, um, you know, you're procrastinating your auditions or missing them completely because you don't feel like you're good enough. So mm. we assess all of those. Let me write out your story. You know, we write out how you see yourself. And then we begin to rewrite your story and reshape that mindset using your energy type, using rationally motivated behavioral therapy, and using other techniques that we discover that work specifically for you. And then we solidify your path after we begin reprogramming your mind by actually developing actionable steps for you to do beyond the program, beyond working with me, that will help you in your daily life. Um, so that is definitely my most popular program and I'm in the middle of launching it. So it's coming up soon. And I also offer individual human design readings on my website as well as one-on-one coaching. If you just want to work specifically on something, um, and that's for as long as you need to work with me. That's 
Awesome. That sounds really, really awesome. That program sounds really good. I like the part of writing your story. So when you write your story, are you writing like who you are, you know, how you think, how you feel? Is is that what it is? And then do you go back and just kind of like change it in the sense of like who you want to become, that new version? Yeah. Yeah. We're writing about who you are, who you feel, who you think you are in this moment, both in relation to your career and outside of it, because this work is more than just about your career. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about, you know, working with creatives and actors and working on their career because, you know, a lot of us do want to quantum leap into that career of our dreams, which we all deserve it. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, this work is so powerful that it extends to other parts of your life and changes your life in other ways as well. And so we look at your whole story, not just what surrounds your acting or modeling or music career. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, we rewrite it into what you truly want, you know, what you want to be in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and what you believe that you can be and shift your mindset using that. Okay, that's awesome. And you actually just published two guided journals, which I love journals so much. (laughs) (laughs) I have like so many journals. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us about the journals and, you know, how they can help us in our day to day lives? Yes, I love journaling. So (laughs) I was release these one is the anti-productivity journal because i'm a huge fan of sitting in our feminine energy and not having to go 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 like i mentioned earlier because i am the type of person to just like fill my schedule like i said um before but i've discovered that so much magic can happen when you're just being and observing and allowing things to flow to you and so those two things that masculine feminine energy has to work together and so the anti-productivity journal is for you to kind of document those moments when you're taking care of yourself when you're just flowing when you're allowing yourself just to be without any guilt or judgment from yourself or from others and then the other one Um, is a guided manifestation journal for performing artists. And it's actually my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's because it's pink and pink's my favorite color. (laughs) But but this one's guided and it's meant for a whole year. So um, there's prompts for every single week and it helps you kind of uncover what you're thinking. It helps you realize, you know, uh, what you're grateful for, bring gratitude into your life. It helps you realize the wins that you've had every single week because every single week you do have wins, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And it will help you begin to see the magic in your life. And therefore, when you begin to see it, it will show up even more for you. And so that's the purpose of that journal. So yeah, I use both every single day. Nice. <laughs> and where can listeners find your journal? Yeah. So the links to my journal are in my Instagram bio, but it's on Amazon.com. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I'll like I'll include include the links like in your episode description if people are interested and want to buy your journal. That's really awesome. Congratulations on that. Like I love, you know, everything that you're branching off and doing um, outside of acting because you're helping and you're giving back, you know, in a way. So I, I appreciate it. And congratulations on everything. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be able to give back because this career and this industry means so much to me mm. and I just want all of us to live our best lives yeah. <laughs> the line lives and we all can we all deserve it um so I am here to help people do that as well that's appreciated so 
Um, before we wrap, can you give just like some advice to actors or just, you know, just some words of wisdom um, that you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah, I want to say creatives, actors, no matter what's going on in your life and career right now, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Don't compare your journey to anyone else's because no one works like you do. So cherish, be grateful for this moment in your life because it's only going to happen once and you're going to learn so much from it. And the experiences that you have right now will build into something even better later on. So be here, be now, and don't stress about what's coming because your success is inevitable for you. It's coming for you. Just let it happen. Mm, I love that. That's so appreciated. So what we need to hear and be reminded of because you know, it gets, it can get a little tough sometimes. <laughs> you just kind of like when and why is this, ha-? you know, so that that's really helpful. So I, I appreciate those words. Yeah. And I also just want to say, you know, you're not alone. I'm a coach for this and I still feel those things all the time. And I think that's not people talk about a lot, but like we all have those moments where we feel like we're not good enough or we feel like this is never going to happen for us. Um, so we all feel that, but you know, it's not true. It is going to happen for us. We just have to stay on the path, keep believing in ourselves and keep going. Mm-hmm. And congratulations to you on all your bookings and, you know, your acting career and just like things shifting and turning around. I love to hear those stories where it's like, I wasn't booking, this wasn't happening. And then boom, I just started booking and doors are opening. I got a manager, I got an agent, I booked a, a series and this, that. So That is just um, remarkable. And, you know, congratulations on everything. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And so can you um, let listeners know where they can find you, keep up with you, you know, if they want to work with you, if they want to follow you, like where's the best place to um, find you? Yeah, the best place, the place where I show up the most is Instagram. My handle is at Courtney A. Coffee. And um, I also have a YouTube channel where I talk about mindset shifts. I talk about and do things to become a better version of myself every single day. And um, I think that resource is also really helpful for people. So that's there as well. Nice, nice. And oh, wait, did you say where your Instagram is? Is it just your name? I'm sorry. I, I didn't yeah. know if I heard. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a like Apple. Wait, say that again. <laughs> Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y, A like Apple, and then coffee, C-O-F-F-E-Y. Okay, perfect, perfect. And I know you said you had like a few incentives for the listeners, so I'll give you space to share that now. Yes, I have in my Instagram bio for you a free 30 Days of Affirmations ebook. I also am hosting a... Um, free three days of mindful movement workshop on my Instagram live and it will live on my IGTV if you're not able to make it live and the lives will be on July 12th 13th and 14th I believe Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I posted the times on my Instagram and then I also have for specifically you listeners I have a five minute grounding meditation for you that you can use before zoom auditions before in-person auditions before anything stressful that you have to go through and so i will send that to you specifically just for listening 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your wisdom um, and just your knowledge around this subject. It's really helpful and it's really important that us actors and creatives, like, you know, we have our minds right because this is like the number one thing usually that stops a lot of us from success. And, you know, we self-sabotage a lot. So this stuff is very helpful, very encouraging. So thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, you have a good rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye. Bye.